Music and fun. Miskin Radio. This is a show where we bring you guests from comedy, acting and music with live performances and all the new music I have for you in the next hour between 7 and 8 is from your local area. And it's all about guests. So my first guest tonight is comedian Ed De Cesare. Hello, Ed. Hey, how's it going, Karina? Uh I'm reasonable. I'm, I say reasonable every time. I'm such a miserable sod. Um, I, always, I never say I'm good. Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with saying I'm good. Um, and our musician in the session is Anwar, better known as the other part of me. Uh, welcome, sir. Uh, yeah. It's going to get really confusing if I start saying the other part of me and then going, and the other guest is, but we'll just see how it goes. I'm going to do that because it'll be easier than saying my last name. So. Well, I, no, I've got it. Ed de Cheserway. Have I done it right? You did. Yeah, I can't say like away. Like when I'm pronouncing it, so it's like A R A Y phonetically, yeah. and I'm saying it as if it was A W A Y because I've got a little speech impediment. So it sounds like a child is saying it. Ed de Cheserway. Um, as for you, get in touch with us on Twitter uh, using the hashtag the KP Sessions, and uh, see what we're up to as well throughout the show on Instagram and Snapchat. We've got Maisie, Ben, and Alicia all doing sorts of all amazing producer stuff. Uh, loads of little videos on Snapchat and Instagram tonight. Just search the KP Sessions. Now, Ed, um, I love I love to hear how people got into Snapchat. Take us back. Snapchat. Sorry, Snap. No, stand up. It's too similar. It's too similar. Right? How did you get into Snapchat? Have you tried it? Um, stand up. Right. I, lo- I love to hear how people got into stand up. Now, take us back to New Year's Eve 2009. What was happening? Well, uh, 2009 was a much simpler year. I mean, mm. uh, Trump was basically, what, a celebrity, businessman. Mm. America had an actual president. You know, like, the world was a nice place. Uh, it yeah. was the worst year of my life. Mm. Like, I, um, I had lo- like, that year, I lost my job. My girlfriend, like, a long-term girlfriend dumped me, and I moved to Maidenhead. It was hell. What one's worse? Um, Maidenhead. Yeah, probably Definitely yeah, Maidenhead. <laughs> Um, no so one needs that, do they? <laughs> no. So that New Year's Eve, I just I was so depressed. I thought 2010 cannot be this bad. So mm. I set myself a challenge of doing something I've always wanted to do uh, each month. I set myself 12 things. Uh, I flew a plane through a cloud. I did a tandem skydive. With so a you, sorry, you flew the plane. You, do, you yeah, weren't I just a passenger. Flew you flew it. I was in a plane and I flew it through a cloud. That's it's wicked. amazing. That's wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Clouds are better on the inside How'd than they are the on the outside. Earth? How do you get to the earth? I paid. Nice. <laughs> Effectively bribed a pilot. Is you can I do mean. literally anything in life yeah. if you've got With money. enough money, yeah. you can bribe anyone. That's what we're saying tonight, kids. Yeah. It was a 747 Boeing. Um, was it? You yeah, did it, it was a 747. Right. I, I was thinking it was like a little paper, not a paper aeroplane, obviously, but like something that... It, it was. A, to be honest, it was a Ryanair uh, flight. You yeah. know, it was the easier times when you just you paid for a seat and you end up sitting with a pilot. Yeah. I no. reckon, yeah, I think that's actually just what no, happened. No, 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 actually, no, no. It, was, it was one of those little sort of tiny sort of uh, like... Those ones where you kind of pay and you have to do like 20 hours of flights and then you can own your own plane and fly it to France. Were there passengers on board? No, it's just me and the uh, pilot. I was going to say, because I'd be fuming if I like got onto a plane. It's like, oh yeah, I've been doing 20 hours of training and now I'm your pilot. Uh, good luck, everyone. Like, that, you know, I'd, I'd consider you... So I think that's progression, isn't it? 25 it's like, it's like hours, comedy. maybe. But, you go yeah. from like doing it to like, a, like a flying a plane with no one in uh, and then you do to like 20 people. Yeah. And then you progress up. Yeah. And so, then slowly you, you start flying the O2. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. lovely. Um, but yeah, and, so yeah, and then what was it? So it was what, that was January, and then February was what? Stand up. Yeah, and then you had a tandem skydive. I had a tandem skydive. Um, and. Probably my, the yeah. best thing I did that year, I got, I got my first thing pl- published. A poem? Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Where was it published? Uh, this like like this magazine, which was like distributed around like Wells and Bristol and Bath. So, mm. like, I basically had a mate who was the editor. So, it just. That's right. But yeah. It was a start. Like, nepotism has served me well. Yeah, but I, I just look at that list. So, right, well, um, do you remember any of the others? In, like, so there's I four. Think, what, uh, were the, what were the others? I performed in Edinburgh for the first time. Yeah. 
Uh, I went up for the Eiffel Tower because, like, that was like you know one this of the is, things I wanted to do. In my yeah. Life. yeah, this is an incredible. So this is t- what happened in 2010, essentially. Yeah, I also like I forgot. Like I um, <laughs> I was an extra in two music videos. One was for for um, uh, MTV Bollywood, which is I'm an extra in a Bollywood film. <laughs> this is my party trick. I'm an extra in a Bollywood film. I was I was an extra in a Bollywood music video. Oh, I think that wins. I yeah. think that's your one's better. We had to sit around like at six in the morning down at this park near uh, I think Rains Park, like southwest London. We yeah. had to pretend to sing. We were singing Kumbaya because they were going to dub over. It was, yeah, it was weird. Oh, and the right. other one was this uh, East London um, uh, rapper called Kiss Chase. Right. And we were, in, we were basically in pyjamas. Hmm. Well, well, I was. Most other people were almost you know naked. What? Actually, genuinely. And it was a pillow fight. It was like a video of a pillow fight. It was mental. When I did the Bollywood film, I actually had to wear pyjamas. It was polka dot pyjamas. So <laughs> there must be a theme. Um, all right. And then you haven't had much luck. So that's a great year, right? But yeah. you haven't really had much luck with cars and gigs, have you? No. Which one do you want first? Do you want to know that one? Tell us about the the, the Belgium story, like that one. So the one where I died on stage. That was the worst gig of my life. Um, Started off like being booked in for a charity gig uh, by a promoter in Plymouth on a Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the promoter called me that morning, Sunday morning, saying, I'm stuck in Belgium. Can you compare the gig? I'll give you half the fee. It's 50 quid. I was brand new to comedy. I said yes. Because mm-hmm. you think if you get paid money, it means you're actually a proper comedian. Yeah, right? pro- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, on the drive down, like, our car breaks down a mile from the gig. And R is like a group of acts, yeah? All yeah, in the a car. a group of acts, right? Literally all the a car show. Yeah. yeah, literally broke down one mile from the gig. Mm-hmm. I checked the train times because I had to be in work the next day. The last train was 10 minutes after the gig started. Right. So we got there. I'm panicking about how do I get home. I turn up and I say that the comp has uh, asked me to do the gig because uh, he's stuck in Belgium. <laughs> he's asked for the, uh, that I, we split the fee. And the, the guy, actually, I've still got the email. He said, make sure you get paid up front. I knew there should be something dodgy going on when he said that. The, uh, the people running the gig said, we're not paying him a penny. He has really ruined this gig for us. He's done nothing. He's destroyed it. We'll give you whatever he promises you, but we're not paying him. Mm-hmm. So I phone him. I tell him the situation. He says, pull the gig. The other acts will back me up. Pull so the gig. Cancel it. Yeah, just cancel it. So I go to the other acts go, the guy who you know, we apparently all know has asked me to pull it. They said, no, we've come all this way. It's a charity gig. We're doing it. I phone him back. He f- threatens to sue me. Genuinely, he sue threatens you. me to, threatens to sue me over £50. Pounds. Right. The gig hasn't even started <laughs> yet. It gets worse. The uh, promoters decided they wanted the gig to be done outside. It was a sunny kind of like evening in Plymouth. There was very few people there, just like a wedding party. As soon as we start, they all move indoors. We do the first half of the set to two drunk homeless people across the street. The second half, we move indoors. Uh, everyone moves outside. So we do the second half of the gig to an empty, th- like, like big kind of hall room. Mm. Uh, they give me the 50 quid. And I said, no, I'm not taking it. Give it to the driver. Tonight's been too stressful. I don't want any kind of fallout with the, pr- the uh, compare. So it goes to the driver who I discovered had been paid nothing for it. So he drove us all the way there and back again. He managed to get his car off working by the time like the, the second half started. So uh, I gave the, 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 the driver 50 quid and three miles from getting to getting back home, he gets a, sp- uh, a speeding ticket. <laughs> he gets flashed. Not the way you really want to be flashed. Oh, it, it was the perfect end to a nice summer evening in Plymouth, I'll tell you. Was it a 50 quid fine? 
I'm pretty sure it's 60 quid. Oh, no. but he's, he's no went one, down 10 pounds. Like there's never an advert to never get into comedy. It was that, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, all right, so this is uh, that comedian was the worst gig, yeah. uh, Ed DeCesaray, and we've got the other part of me. He's going to be doing two live songs. So we've got loads more stories as well, uh, including 5 a.m. joke writing here on Miskin Radio. X Factor, that track is, uh, by Full Marks. Uh, he did that in live session back in February. And it's, it was viewed like 22,000 times in the first week. It's on our Facebook page. It's like our pinned post on the Kieran Paul Sessions Facebook page. That was incredible when he did that live. And just the way he did it, he kept having to have breath breaks because he's just so quick. Um, so in, in, in the studio, we've got the other part of me who's about to do a live song and comedian Ed DeCesare. And we're going to hear more stories from him. Now, the other part of me. How do you? Let's, conf- let's just wrap this up straight away. Why the other part? Why are you known as the other part of me? Well, firstly, uh, my name is way too hard for anyone to spell or understand. Well, and that's... Why, though? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the accent. Because it's spelled as Aaron, yeah? It's Well, my name is Aaron, which mm. is double A-R-O-N. My surname is Nordali. And uh, you try and... If I say that at a gig, you may or may not remember it. You might not be able to go home and spell it. Yeah, yeah. So my surname is DeCesare. I have no sympathy. You feel my pain. Um, so I was going to go with... Uh, Anwar, which is my middle name, but um, in researching it, I found that on YouTube there's a very famous Bollywood star. It's, it's called all about Anwar. Bollywood tonight. <laughs> it is, right? What, was Anwar in your? Do you reckon he was in your music video? This Anwar chap. I'm pretty sure he was. I'm I pretty sure was. that was the guy. Yeah, it was Anwar. Could well, but could yeah. well have been. So I uh, that I couldn't use that either. And I was just thinking about something that was kind of like an alter ego or you know that kind of thing. And it was just like, oh, that you know, I like all these kinds of music, and I've played in a rock band, I play in a punk band, and I love rock and metal. I love pop and acoustic stuff as well. And if I could do an album of each, that'd be mm. wonderful. But you know, like that's this bit. That's the other part of me. That's See, what I love about that is most people when they go for alter egos, <coughs> it's a metaphorical other part of me. You've gone dead literal in what. Yeah, you're pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no beating around the bush. It's no. just that's that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, and you started um, this sort of solo venture purely by accident. Yeah, um, I've I played in a band called Strange Day for many years, and our drummer Paul. Uh, set up his own studio and he's like do you want to come record a song and I was like okay sure and and um, I had no idea what I was going to record and some years back I wrote this uh, song for a loop station uh, my buddy Toby also okay pedestrian zero mm, who we are playing later exactly yeah, yeah. Um, he had a loop station and I just kind of wrote a song and then I took it along to an open mic night and never played it I'm just like let's give it a go um, and it seemed to work and so I, I was like, let's let record that one. Um, mm. and But then I needed a name to release it under, and hence the... The other wha- part of moi. Exactly. Oh, if you go to France, <laughs> the other part of moi. No, maybe not. No. no. Don't that other, mm, yeah. Four English words and a French word at the end, probably <coughs> not working. And you've got a loop station here with you. Like I you, have indeed, loop yeah. Peddling, and so I'm just, this sort of thing excites me as well as terrifies me because I just don't understand how it works. But there was like a the big thing with Ed Sheeran, wasn't it? The Brits, like people moan that he used a loop pedal. Do you remember that? Like there was a big controversy about like I didn't hear about that, but people just say like, oh, it's cheating. But I, think I love, I love it because it's not necessarily like if unless you get it like that loop bang on. Yeah, it's, it's more complicated. Surely. Yeah, it's, like, way, it's way more complicated. You're only going to trip yourself up using, it, aren't you? You can't like it's not a cheat. At I all. have done many times. Have you physically tripped up doing it? Because you've got a. Probably. I've had accidents on stage. I've nearly Ooh. thrown myself off the stage before. Oh, dear. Well, um, I'd just say it's a stage jump, can't you? Could not, do. It didn't look as graceful as that. Yeah, not if there's like 10 feet between the audience yeah, and the stage. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, I'm ready for your first live song, so I'll let you introduce it. All right, uh, I wrote this song kind of when I was feeling a bit down, and 
I, I guess the, the feel of the song is kind of a bit like a breakup song, but it's not actually about anything to do with my life or anyone I know, and that's why this song is called It's Not About Me. I'm only human, I am only, 
I'm only human. I am only. I'm only human. So where do we go from here? The other part of me uh, complicating my mind with all those things. Um, because it is more risk, isn't it? If you've got like a loop pedal, there's more things to go wrong. Uh, potentially, but also I could, I've only got myself to blame. So mm, what oh, are you do? Oh, I really enjoyed that. Um, so Thank that was. It's not about me. And then we're going to be doing. A, I ate myself uh, earlier. Later, sorry. Um, I hate myself, but it's called I ate myself. So I'm not pronouncing that wrong. It is actually I ate myself, but it's to do with hate. So you can be doing that later. Um, and we've still got more stories from our comedian Ed as well. Uh, this next track is from Jack Clock. It's called How Come. Uh, remember, you can get in touch with us using the hashtag TheKatePeaceSessions. That is Pedestrian Zero. It's called Hold Your Nerve. It features Paul Richards of uh, Maidstone's One Day Elliot. So it features another Kent artist, which we love here. Um, we had that as a world exclusive. So last week, we were the first people ever to play that on our radio show. So we thank Pedestrian Zero for that. If you want to hear as well the sessions uh, and any of the chat that we have, all the best bits of the chat, you can on the podcast. Remember, just search the Kieran Paul Sessions wherever you get your podcast and you can download it for free from tomorrow morning and it will be on your device. But right now it's time for our second live song from the other part of me and you can watch this live on the Miskin Radio Facebook page if you so choose to. Um, but I'll leave it up to you to describe the song. All uh, right. so um, back at the end of September I uh, got to, I was lucky enough to play a gig in London and I think the only song they heard of mine which you, was uh, Smile which you played last week on the mm, show we did we did which is quite an upbeat cheery song unless you read the lyrics um, <laughs> then it's not so much but I think they heard this uh, they heard that song and the only blurb about me for the gig was um, expect uplifting songs reminiscent of Jason Mraz and I was like I, mm, I, sh- I need to write some uplifting songs yeah that's um, that's a heavy comparison <coughs> as well it is a little bit, um, but I tried, and it's kind of an upbeat sort of song. Mm. But uh, again, lyrically, it's not not the cheeriest of. And is, is it about breakup? It's not about breakup. We got a song about not. We got a song written about not breakup. Woo-hoo. Come on. Um, no, this one is about overindulging a little too much. Um, mince pies. I don't actually like mince pies. Sue me. Um, I wouldn't sue you for that. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, about overindulging and in like drinking food. Sure. And uh, that's why it's called I Ate Myself. Ooh. Far away. Welcome to our time stand still, standing in the center of my hill. Seems like the day will never end, it's time to take my medicine. For all these heavy days, that smoky haze, my blurry eyes and memories. I don't want to feel, but need to heal, it's wonder how my heart still beats with everything I've put inside of me. Well, I cannot count the times I ate and drank my weight and overindulged. Let's try and ease the pain. I buried my head 
I tried to face my fear as I dealt with all of the pain I felt and caused last year. Say your prayers, little one, it's time to face a brand new day. And later on, drink to the sun, I'll greet it with a smile on my face. But I cannot cope when I lose hope, hell yeah, I'll have another drink. Slow down, speed up, that's not enough, my heart does not know what to think. About the deaths to which I sing well, I cannot count the times I ate and drank my ways Over and over To try and ease the pain I buried my head I tried to face my fear As I dealt with all the pain I felt and caused last year Please don't judge me, we've all been here before That need to be numb and medicate with more I don't condone my actions But in the face of fear We should raise our middle finger And have another beer well, I cannot count the times I ate and drank my weight And overindulged Try and ease the pain well, I buried my head Try to face my fear As I dealt with all the pain I felt and caused last year It's the other part of me And I ate myself Another ridiculously complicated thing as well, like loop pedals and all sorts of stuff. That one's a little more complicated because I've got to dance and I've messed it up so many times. It's the the sort of link of brain, so, feet, hands, words. I, mm, yeah. You're kind of like, like Michael I Flatley. Like I can't <coughs> even make a cup of tea and toast at the same time. No. No. You are a wonderful <laughs> multitasking gentleman. Thank you very much. Um, so we're going to play. Um, well, we're going to we're going to play this little jingle, uh, and then we're going to do worst jobby wobby. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst worst worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. So worst jobby wobby is where we ask our comedian uh, the worst job they've ever done. Uh, we're going to come to Ed the Chesaway first. Uh, tell us about your worst jobby wobby. All right, back in 2009, that oh, year. Oh, there again! Yeah, I know. The the worst year of my life, worst job I ever had. I was in it for three weeks. Two of those weeks was fine. The third week, I started to get intensely bullied by the managing director slash my boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it finished with me uh, having a HR meeting with her where I went into a 15-minute rant why she was the most the, the worst human being on the planet and finished with, uh, screw you, I quit, and I stormed out. Are you just saying that for radio? Was it no, 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 genuinely. You? I was screwed. No, I'm saying, was it another oh, word? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it was uh, a another, little bit more another colourful. Word. Another word, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was, yeah. And Nothing feels better than than doing a 15-minute rant in and the storming 15, out. In the 15-minute rant, did she ever interject? Or no, he ever interject? It, it, was it was more... Just you. It was a bombardment. Why didn't she call security? I mean, if someone has a... I, kind I don't of know. She I, didn't call security. I walked out. I said, I quit. And I just went, sorry, I quit. And I but, walked out. But I can't even... Like, I know I do radio, but I don't think I can talk for 15 minutes. I don't think I've got enough thoughts in my head to talk for 15 minutes. How do you manage that? I know, like, you, you basically did a stand-up set, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was like, I'd say, an open mic stand-up set. You know, where it's far too emotional. Not <laughs> enough content or jokes. <laughs> Does she critique it at all? Um, she needed to go out for a smoke, um, and she and had smoked for like years. So. How annoyed would you have been? She'd be like, yeah, I like the way you delivered it, but uh, you could have done this better. That would have been like <laughs> a, the worst peer review. No, like review, like seasonal review. Ever. Oh, that would have been spe- spectacular. I was kind of, I knew I could walk into another job, so which is why I could do that and just walk out. I think that's what gave me the confidence. And you write uh, for, for BBC Radio Comedies. Uh, yeah, you write yeah, for uh, um, several yeah. of them. Yeah, I, do, I do a couple of shows. Yeah, I'm slowly working up my chain of um, uh, of shows. I've been paid now uh, this uh, the last couple of weeks by the BBC Home Service, which is pretty exciting. And how, like, how does it work? How many jokes do you have to do uh, for this particular show for BBC Scotland? Uh, the, uh, get the brief on Tuesday afternoon, and I'm doing about a hundred jokes by Thursday nine a.m. I've got to go home after this and write more. So you're, how we do it, you just sit there thinking, right, I've got to write 100 you, topical jokes. You get jokes. like 30 or 40 different topics which they want material on and you just try and come up with every possible angle because they, they might like one or two of them. Yeah. Um, and there's only so many jokes you can make about Trump or Theresa May. Or Brexit. Yeah, or Brexit. I mean, satire is dead. What's happening now, you couldn't get on the day-to-day. It is more spectacular. How can you make comedy out of the DUP? Mm. Britain voted for Brexit, right? Did England, they? England voted for Brexit, mostly oh, England. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, right? And yeah, so to, to take power back to the parliament, and it's been controlled, the negotiations have been controlled by t- 10 MPs, uh, for a party that most of it, that England cannot vote for, this is spectacular. Mm. How do you, how do you make comedy out of that? Do you think it's, as well, like it's stranger than fiction a lot of it as well. In a way, like you've got characters like Trump that you, like if you were to design a comedy president, the, the it's whole him, mu- isn't it? The Mueller investigation is is something people will look back on, going, no, fake news. This yeah, cannot yeah. be real. <laughs> and uh, tell us about the time. Uh, well, very seriously, like you, you had to take a lot of time out of comedy. Uh, like. You're involved in a car incident. Yeah, I am. Um, I was walking back from f- one of my best ever gigs. I properly smashed it. I killed it. Was it in 2009? It was. It was in 2014. Right. Yeah. Good. The, uh, good one of the best years of my life. I, that, that's the comparison, right? That's the comparison for how bad 2009 was. That I got run over in 2014. And that and was it the- still was a good year. <laughs> still hasn't made the top five. <laughs> I mean, I was literally, I, was, uh, I only know this because other people told me, witnesses told me, I was like thrown a couple metres in the air and a few metres away. Right, yeah. What hit you? Uh, a pr- to, to add insult to injury, it was a Prius. <laughs> The most embarrassing car to be run over by. But I, I, walked, I walked away from it almost injury free. I came away thinking that I'm Superman, that I'm a superhero, and my superpower is being hit by things. Yeah? Yeah. But you, I mean, seriously, though, like you, you, you struggled afterwards, didn't you? Like yeah, you, yeah, it was hard. Mm. I, uh, I, was a full-time, I went into full-time writing uh, like that year, and just my whole writing stopped. My whole, like, just, I couldn't do it. Which was a shame, because like, uh, a couple of weeks after, I got invited to... Um, uh, to submit to the BBC New Comedy Awards, they, can't, they like emailed me to ask me to submit, and I just wasn't in the right headspace to mm. be able to do it. 
It's a shame, really, but um, but it was a good still gig. a good year, still it, better yeah. than 2009. And it was a good gig. It was a good gig. That it, it was an amazing about. gig. Yeah. I stormed it. I mean, the only way it could have been worse if it was a terrible gig. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now actually, you kind of if you die on stage, that's more painful than getting hit by a car. I can I could genuinely say I ha- I have empirical evidence to say dying on stage is more painful than being run <laughs> well, over. Were you <laughs> celebrating how good the gig was when you got hit by the yeah, car? Yeah, skipping across the road. No, 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 no. I was being stubborn. I it was I was on a zebra crossing. I saw this car coming, and I thought it's my right of way. I'm going to keep going, and so did he. And uh, that ends our discussion on safe driving. The gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. And Ben. Yeah. Thank you for downloading. Uh, Do click subscribe so you get a free podcast delivered straight to your device as soon as it's out. Also, if you get your podcast on iTunes, do give us a star rating and a review. Even if it's bad, maybe. Yeah, even if it's bad. How about saying... Be a star and give us a rating? No. Oh. But also, give us a follow on Instagram and Snapchat. Just search to KP Sessions. Maisie's here! She's our new member of our team, Ben. Maisie's oh. lovely. What's her role? I don't know. She's I don't know. Oh. She just sits in, watches. Mm. Mm. Eats crisps. Ooh. Ooh. Sharing is caring. Just yeah. remember that. It's probably about time we stop recording now, isn't it? Yeah, we've got a show to do. Hmm. Maisie, can I have a drink? No, get it yourself. Oh, actually, Ben, we didn't we didn't uh, put you in. Can you, like, pretend to be coming through the door? Slam the door now. Slam it. Slam it. Oh, Ewan's just arrived. Hey, Ewan. 